Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. On the takeoff with Bongani and Nala. On Mondays, we speak to Gerald Mondambira, award-winning CFP professional speaker as well as author. Experience South Africa, uh, which is a credit bureau, has recently reported that the company suffered a data breach and some 24 million people's data was acquired and around 780,000 businesses' data as well. And as we know, South Africa has the third highest number of cybercrime victims in the world. Uh, about 2.2 billion lost each year through fraudulent activities, uh, which are carried out via the internet. That's according to professional services company Accenture. So we're going to be talking cybercrime. Good morning, Gerald. Welcome to the takeoff. Morning, Bogani. Morning to all the listeners at Radio 2000. Gerald, I'm super scared, right? So Credit Bureau basically owns us. They've got names, surnames, ID number, spending habits. The fact that our information has been leaked out there. How safe are we? Well, it's actually very, very concerning, as you said, because um, a credit bureau is like a bank of all our identities and profiles. So if you go and it's the place you'd go and rob identity. If you're only going to do identity theft, go rob a credit bureau. And that's exactly what happened with this massive data breach with Experian. Now, it's also ironic that if you go on the Experian website, they've got all the information you need to know about protecting your identity. But if they can't protect it themselves, it's a big problem because we're now living in a world where it's a sign of the times. When the economy starts getting hard, the two things you're going to start seeing popping up are pyramid schemes, left, right, and center, and identity theft schemes, left, right, and center. And essentially, when they take your ID, they either can take your ID, open accounts. Um, some will take your ID to commit crime. There's so many things they can do with your ID. And nowadays, because Bongani, right now, I can probably tell you you have three or four devices linked to your ID, yes. your cell phone. Maybe you have a smartwatch. Maybe you have a smart home or a fridge or something at home which talks to your watch. Any one of those items, I take it, I get you all your information. But then how do we protect ourselves? Like, what do we do as victims of cybercrime? Because normally we would say, be careful with your pins, don't just log on to any network, etc. But now the people that are supposed to be trusted are the ones that are leaking the information. How do we protect ourselves? Well, that, that is very concerning because every single bank has issued a statement around this data theft because it, ha- it has huge ramifications for everyone. Now... Unfortunately, you know, we're probably going to start seeing a movement where people are saying, I want access to my information and to keep it myself safe. Because Mm. if I can't trust someone else with that data, how safe is it? And I think it's it's the reason why there's the Data Protection Act and all sorts of um, legislation coming through Poppy to protect your individual information. Because the truth and the reality in South Africa right now is that too many people can see your information without asking for it. I mean, if you go to an office park, they take your ID, they take details, which you have to ask, why do they need all those details? What happens if someone steals that book? And what happens um, if I'm a victim of cyber fraud? Do you think this is going to change the way that we do things? For example, if you're applying for anything that needs finance, they want ID, uh, spending habits, bank statements. Do you think based on the fact that they can't protect us, this is going to change the way that we do things? Well, I think it puts them under a lot of pressure from their clients who are the financial institutions because you now will have a situation where consumers can resist 
um, supplying certain information because if that whole system and ecosystem cannot be proven to be safe, then no one is safe. And I think, you know, what we need to do is to do the steps we can do individually to protect our ID. And those are things like your mail. That's one of the places where criminals get access to your information. Um, Your passwords, change them regularly. You know, don't use the same password for everything in your life. I know it's easy to remember, but if you're having too many passwords in your head, maybe you're having too many devices in your life. Gerald, before I let you go, money tip for the week. Um, guys, I'm tired of being broke. I'm literally waiting for month end. Gigs have started <laughs> happening, so I'm going to start having money now. Now that some of us actually are able to make extra money, what advice do you have for us? Well, my advice is simply, you know, the, if you're someone who is in the gig economy, an entertainer, you need to be in a space where you realize that lockdown has re- reduced the value of social media because everybody mm. has had time to accumulate followers. So followers don't count for much anymore. What you need to do is to find that individual trait or skill which you have, which the world can pay for. And I think it's time for people to realize that they need to reestablish their brands and reinvent themselves because followers count for nothing because there's teenagers on TikTok with millions of followers and you've never heard of them. That's so true, man. And of course, you can find Gerald on social media at Mr. Gizo. That's Mr. M-R-G-E-E-Z-O. And if you want to talk to him about money or anything related to money, um, that's where you can find him on social media. Thank you so much, Gerald. We'll chat to you next week, Monday, sir. Awesome. Have a great week. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.